Hi, it's Jen with Gab and Girl Time. We had a little snafu with this episode, and it didn't have an intro. So here it is. Join us as we listen to Lady Katie talk about her new Sapphire Club, a 3,400-square-foot BDSM club right outside of Knoxville. And remember, we sew what we want, and we don't care. Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. that's good for because I have four of those. Yes. So a guest membership card is basically a vetted card that, you know, like I know Gail, so she would probably just get a full membership. So guest membership cards are for people who are new to the community, new to the area that no one can really vouch for or vet for, you know, but they want to come or they're interested or something like that. And so when you get a guest membership card, it's a, it's basically a hole punch card. And, um, once you have filled out your guests then, and we obviously seen now that you're a safe player, you're, you know, safe, sane, consensual and follow all that, then we can offer you a full private membership. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. I love that you vet them, you observe them. Yeah. How many times members. do you have to, you have to f- automatically fill the punch card? How many times is that before you decide that they can be a full fledged member? Uh, 11 visits. 11 so visits. your first okay. visit, you won't get a punch. You'll just obviously have your card. And then if you're new to the lifestyle in general, there's two blue ones on there that we are going to require um, that you attend BDSM 101 or another, two, at least two educational classes. Oh, very, very I nice. I love this. So, you know, if, you're nice. from, if you just moved here from, you know, North Carolina and you've been in the lifestyle for 20 years, I'm... We're not going to make you go to BDSM 101, you know. <laughs> but, you know, obviously there's going to be people in North Carolina that can say, yeah, they've been in our community, blah, blah, blah. And then you just have to, you know, do your 11, your 10 visits after there's 10 on the card, 10 visits to make sure, you know, you mix well with our people in our community. And That's a great way, know. too, for uh, TNG, the 18 mm-hmm. to 36 crowd, mm-hmm. especially the, let's say, 18 to 22, Yeah, for them to get integrated into the lifestyle yeah. or safely explore it and decide yeah. they are not into it. Yeah. And, yeah. and be in a place that safe, sane, consensual that, you know, they can, you know, they get 11 tries basically to yeah. decide, Hey, do I dig this? Do I not? So I think, you know, I mean, you know, within first three bottom sessions if that's where you want to be in life not, yeah if you're into this or like, a yes. little bit too crazy there were this is just the right crazy or i need more or you know yes and so but we are um our general parties our 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 open parties and our private parties are 21 and up 
And so, but like TNG has rented the space at the end of the month. So then they're 18 to. Okay. And they had their own set of rules Uh and qualifications. Right. And so they, you know, they have to follow our rules, but then they also Mm -hmm. have their TNG rules as well. And so we've been looking into the idea of like, if, if you want to bring someone, you know, that's under 21, you are solely responsible for that person mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, because just young folks are just young. I've been down that road yeah, before. Yeah, but they have to be over 18. Oh, 18, 18 or older. Yeah, 18 yes. or older. But if they're under 21. And then, did you already address that it's a non-drinking, like that you're... No. Not, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so that's, that's another thing. Is a lot of people, when they hear um, BDSM dungeon, they automatically think sex club. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not, we are non-sex club, non-alcohol drinking. That's more of the swinger BDSM kind of life mm-hmm. part of it. So, I mean, check out EDSC then if you want to, and Sanctuary, that's their thing. Um, we're more, I don't know, traditional, I guess, when it comes to it. You know, it can't be safe, sane, and consensual, I personally feel, if you're under the influence. You know, if you've Correct. been doing this for... Mm-hmm. 30 something years and you and your partner have been together then you both know your limits you, you guys can you know probably drink and play but anybody new coming in when you drink your body doesn't know mm-hmm. its tolerance level it's just like mm-hmm. when a drunk driver gets in a wreck doesn't know that he has three broken ribs and you know broken ankle because his adrenaline's going and he has alcohol in the system you know so it's the same kind of thing so if you're a new player and you come into a drinking setting first of all you're going to want to drink because it's a new setting and that's how people relax and then mm-hmm. you're going to explore kinks that you're not really going to get to explore because you're not in the right mind state. So that's plus drinking and sex just brings a whole level of new drama that I'm not trying to manage or deal with. Oh, amen so. to that. <laughs> like I, daddy, for example, he rarely drinks, but when we want to play or go to a party, he feels like he has to have a drink or two mm-hmm. just to because he's so introverted. Yeah. And then that just brings a little more of his personality out. And he, he says that he plays better. Yeah. You know, that way because well, he's, he's not his nervous. confidence level. Yeah. yeah. His, his is an- social anxiety yeah. nerves are not yeah. the same. But no. I, yeah. that no alcohol policy is totally okay with me just as a blanket yeah. thing, you know, drink before you come home. Yeah. You go. can pregame yeah. if yeah. that's your thing, but yeah. you got to come in here stumbling and yeah. everything else. Yeah. You, know? you better yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's our, that's kind of reason why we've done that. And, you know, most people, in the lifestyle respect that and they go with that anyways and so that works out and we're the no sex is I don't want to be cleaning up people's bodily fluids all the time and having my staff have to clean up squirters and Mm -hmm. different things you know like just I'm not trying to deal with that and then if you do then you have someone who's like oh can you service taught me and then they're like yeah and then like they try to like finger blast them while on the cross and then that's like a consent violation because that wasn't negotiated because people haven't fully learned how to negotiate all the way blah 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 like Mm -hmm. it's just just brings in way more trouble than what it's worth you know so now now are you able to let's say that you're an experienced couple and you're like i can come from caning yeah and i did yes the other night squirting takes a little more effort but it could happen yes so you're an experienced couple you know this 
potty pads okay yeah. to lay down yeah stuff like that yeah i mean because i mean people are sexually turned on by pain mm-hmm. and, and all this and all aroused and so it's gonna happen it's just no intercoursal yeah yeah you know you don't you don't want it to necessarily always end in climax yes of that sort yeah and then we also have two private rooms that out-of-town guests can rent now what happens in your rented room is your business your business we can't we can't do nothing about that if you're a couple and you want to end on some dirty nasty sex we have playstation we have each room has their own playstation so you can do whatever you want in there you know all right um, so we got to the door we got yes, to the memberships oh, yes. <laughs> so where we are we going now membership. so you're checking in you got to sign the rules and agree to the rules and then when you come in um you come into the social area and we have i don't know one two three four five six about six or seven couches um a few carpeted areas because we have a lot of floor sitters who like to sit in the floor and stuff like that and so um and then we have in the social area we have two big ass windows that you can view into the dungeon because you know some people still want to talk and see what's going on so we have those there because once you enter into the dungeon it is a no socialization socialization zone so you can sit and watch or play that's your two options in there and so if you want to talk and laugh and blah blah, blah just step on i the have to say i was guilty of socializing in the dungeon well the first party we didn't yeah. call that it was open house kind of thing yeah and when they have to take a minute yeah. and so, or just talk over it yeah. hey she's got a plumber here it happens it's life it's a podcast yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like what's going on <laughs> one of our men's servants <laughs> Is unclogging our pipes. <laughs> is unclogging our drain. Sucking it might, real good. You might, you might have to talk a little it. louder. Okay. So good. Yeah, I don't know how much Daddy can <laughs> erase this noise, but I don't think I think he's finishing up this person. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. You so, know. Yeah. Where are we? Oh. so you walk into the social area. There is also. Um, we're doing away, we're going to have water bottles, but we're going to sell them because at every other place that has water bottles, people take a few sips and then just leave them sitting. And, or you buy one, or you have one, I have one, we all put them on the same table and nobody knows who they are. So mm-hmm. our theory is if you have to buy the bottle and you're spending money on it, you will keep up with gonna it. You're going to keep up with it. But we also have a purified water tank with cups and stuff, so you can mm-hmm. bring your own refillable water bottle or we'll have you know, the little little throwaway cone cups yeah i would encourage radical self-reliance and that people just bring their own little cup just bring their own little water wherever they go Mm -hmm. yep and then we also we'll be selling water bottles of course with our little logo on it nice well yeah that would see yes nice somebody's got to pay for this (laughs) yeah i mean it's a business yes it is a business and it's amazing (laughs) and there's a hole here in town for one that feels safe and sane and professional and, and that provides a regular place yes. as well. To so play. are you going to do weekly parties there? No, because okay. I will get burnt out fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing, well, doing t- for sure two parties a month. We'll have an open party, which if you have a guest membership, that's the one you can attend. You know, private memberships or full memberships, that's the same thing. Um, oh, how cool, though. To either one. And so we'll have open, we'll call them open parties for the guest memberships to come. And then we'll have the private member parties that only full members can come to. And then we'll have dark parties and VIP parties and, you know, things like that. Yeah, you'll that, be able to do more exclusive more, uh, you know, things. And more niche 
yes, parties. More, more, more closer. Um, like, I know that you're going to have a Fendom night. Yes, we have Lady D mm -hmm. from, um, she started Atlanta, or Pep Atlanta, which is now where 1763 is located. So she's going to come up and do um, Femdom Fridays, and then the Sunday that she's in town, we'll do the 40 and over uh, parties during on Sunday during the day. So if you're 40 and up, you know, you can come during Sunday and whoop, play. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's so. us, Gail. Yeah. I'm, it's, <laughs> yes. I think that's exciting because, you know. I didn't get a chance to meet Lady D, and I... I don't know what I was doing. I guess I was doing too much socializing. Well, she was upstairs, or she was on the smoking with her cigar and joint. She's very much leather, so the leather older mm -hmm. old guard people were up there socializing and, and stuff. So, um, but she, man, she has she's a just a bucket of knowledge of everything that she started and has been through through the thing. So she, her advice and consultation and all that was like eye opening for a lot of things. Like a lot of things I didn't think about. She's like, well, and I'm like this is true okay then and so having having a seasoned femdom mm -hmm. club owner group leader yeah know, i'd like to go of. to any class that she wants yeah. to give mm -hmm. and so uh, <laughs> you know i'd be interested just to the workings oh yeah and so she uh, <laughs> so she's going to be coming up and helping with with things like that and so um we'll have a board in the social area that'll have you know the information of like a calendar of events yeah our yeah. classes and then we have you know we'll have a rope bite is coming to do their classes at sapphire and stuff like that so we'll have that there we're also going to have another board for uh kink friendly um businesses or vendors so like if you do flooring and you're in the community you know this person is a, a kink you can give your business to people in the the kink community so to speak you know oh, very very so, nice yeah because it's all about community and yeah. it's all about just helping out your fellow, fellow kinkster yeah because we're the last frontier yep yes. of, of acceptance we really are we really are <laughs> and so so that'll all be in the social area over the on the and then we have a, a snack shelf that um is We'll probably have like a few finger foods out, but the snack shelf will be mainly for aftercare snacks and stuff like that. It'll be for for the next. We don't want a lot of food and eating happening. Cause again, that's a lot of extra mess and mm -hmm. crap. We don't allergies and spills and all the stuff that we just are trying to eliminate and a lot of crap. <laughs> people who are in the lifestyle and have and play heavy, they usually bring their so, own yeah, things and their aftercare bags yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But you know, new players don't know that, so we mm -hmm. will have that, you know, available. Or if you you may be new and don't know that your sugar will drop afterwards, you know, we'll have candy, mm -hmm. we'll have the chips, we'll have teas and coffees or whatever you need, you know, to take care of yourself. We'll have all that. We have first aid kits, all that good stuff. But you all should have that in your aftercare bags, just so you know. But <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a whole different soapbox. Um, also in the social area, we have incorporated a Littles area. <laughs> so um, under the steps, there's like a little, I don't know, what's it? Just a little alcove. A little alcove, and you can even crawl up under the steps. And so we have a portable DVD player, so you can get under the steps. And we have some little DVDs you can watch your little kid they movies. They have forts. Uh, you, can, you can build a fort if you want <laughs> to. We got pillows. We got a uh, little, we have Candyland. We have uh, different board games, Paw Patrol There games. was There was coloring books. I saw people yeah. coloring. How fun. Just to tell our listeners, you had a very, very soft opening yes. this past weekend. Right. And um, it was just for people that you trusted in the community. Mm -hmm. um, it was 
amazing. It was a blast. Yeah, it was mainly, comes mainly all community leaders or people yes. who help somehow with opening the That's dungeon awesome. Or somehow have influenced me in, in some way or Did something. Did you have a number? We had over 60 people. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We had 59 sign in and then... We had a few show up beforehand that were helping and stuff, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they signed in or not. But, yeah, so we had over 60, and that was just invite only. So I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see the next Yeah, you may have to turn gonna, people yeah. away. Well, we're going to – that's what I said. And also, because our check-in tables on the outside and the people who are helping are obviously, you know, volunteering. I don't want them to be at the check-in table all night long. I'd like them mm-hmm. to enjoy the party. So, social area has double doors that will open up into the dungeon area, and we have currently over 20 PlayStations in it, but after the other night, I feel, I thought it was going to be too many PlayStations, but now that there's people in there, and I was like, "Mm, yeah, so we may be downsizing. Just scaling it back just a little bit, and we'll just trade them out, like we'll take some of them out, and then every month, maybe switch out a few pieces or something and so um I don't know if it wouldn't be a bad idea to have like a designated I guess space where people could just sit and watch yeah that's what those benches were along the window we have a few benches in there that's that's where you can you sit and then we have two futon um laid out as beds that way but those are going to be strictly for aftercare Mm -hmm. because we had a lot of people just sitting on them at the last party but that's because i didn't fully go through everything with everybody yet so eventually those those futons in the corner will be for aftercare only and then we do have benches where you can sit and stuff like that so but a lot of people will sit for a little bit watch one scene or something and then go back and socialize in the socialize area or, or stand outside smoking for most of the night or one thing they did at club fet that i thought was interesting do you remember club fet Mm-mm. okay that was at the days in over there on alcoa highway oh yes i've heard about and that. it was uh run by great people who are in south carolina right now um i think it's mr and mrs hard knocks couple they ran that but it was swinger on one side and kink on the other and they're kink dungeon was they had basically all the playstations were on like one side of Mm -hmm. the wall because it was a long space like yours yeah and then you had just chairs on the other side of the wall chairs and benches and stuff like that but they had to do i guess like a roping type thing okay um so that you behind the rope you're playing if you're not you need to be back on this other side over here and I like that setup. I don't know if that would even work. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be trial and error. Yeah. It's anyway. Gonna see what people like. If there's more people out wanting to sit and watch in the dungeon versus out in the social area, mm-hmm. we you know we'll have to move more seating in there. So it'll be, we'll just play with it as it goes. And, and yeah, see. I'm a voyeur. I love to oh, yeah. watch. I, I, was, I tell everyone, I said, you can put a duck and a chicken in a room and I'll watch them have sex. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even care. Like, I will watch anything. Like, it don't even matter. I'm a hardcore warrior. I love it. And I'm an exhibitionist, too, as far as topping. What's some of the equipment that you have in there? Um, Currently, we have three crosses. um, Three, or right now, we have two spanking benches, a whipping post, two different tables, um, a ladder, and uh, just some, like, hook-in stations that you Mm -hmm. can just, you know, hook-in your your cuffs too and then um a rope area with a with the bamboo 
for suspension and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I saw some people trying to get up on that, <laughs> like monkey bars. Uh, were you there for that when yes. she flipped up there? Yes. <laughs> I was like, we are not responsible for any, any, any hardcore. I was like, I don't know. I was like, Mm-mm, I would never do that. And we know, we know. So I was like, well, if any time to learn now is the first party. Right. <laughs> we can fix it. So now we know. And big girls come on down. <laughs> I was like, okay, you that have would a be lot a good, of faith in yourself. I mean, I don't want to be. That would be a good niche night. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. like um, the 15th. They're doing rope bite during the day. So from like two to six, they're doing rope. And then it's going to be the, the membership night or whatever. But if you attend that class or you came in out of town for that class, then obviously you can still come to that night because there's no need for you to travel all that way and then not get to go to the party just because it's a members only party for that, yeah. night, you know, so just don't want a bunch of newbie randoms coming in to the members only parties. Are you trying to do all this on your own? I know that you've got a good team. I'm hoping that you have a good team because yeah. that is a lot the scheduling alone, yeah. you would almost need one person to manage. Well, uh, being a dominant, I'm a control freak. <laughs> so, <laughs> who have um, you delegated this to? <laughs> me, <laughs> me, and, and me. Yeah. And so I have I have my pack, um, which they they help out a lot. And uh, as far as like the the staffing and and helping with the parking and they're going to help with the front door and cleaning and, you know, stuff like that. But as far as actually the management of the business, I can't let that go. <laughs> so it's all, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. eventually I probably will have to delegate more things out. But as of right now, I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 that's not what you need to say. No, you need to do it's this. like, yeah. um, it's like having a it's like having a child. Like you oh. you have birthed this baby, and yeah, you want help, but for those first like few yeah. months, you're like, mm, no, this is mine. I created yeah. this. I'm gonna hold this. I'm going to yeah. Well, I wanted yeah. to get into the rut that I want it to be in, versus you know people throwing their own rocks into it and making it. You know, no, no, no. Yeah. This is how I how this is how I've been doing it. And this is how I want it to go. You know, I want Lady D said one of the things you need to. She said one of the things I've always said at my club was I'm 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 so glad you think this is a democracy because it's not. It's a matriarchy, and I'm like, oh, I like yes. it. I, yep. I'm like I like it. <laughs> so disappointed I didn't get to meet her. So yeah, next time I she'll hope. be back. She'll be okay. back. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yep. It's it's my baby. We've already, uh, we had some drag out fights and I was like, you guys, like with, especially with Cheshire, because he is a submissive control freak, which I don't get, but whatever. Sapphire mine, house yours. Okay. Like this is Sapphire Katie's house Cheshire. Okay. Go sit down. <laughs> like there's a reason why a man is not running this. Okay. Because I'm going to do it. I'm a femdom. I don't take orders from men. Yeah, you know, that's something that we could talk about, too. I mean, like I said, I've been in this for a while. I've been in this community for a while. And just male dom clubs don't seem to work. Yeah. You know, long term. Yeah. I see a lot of, because I see a lot of male doms, eventually the term predator gets thrown out because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're using it to collect girls or collect play partners or mm-hmm. playing with every new person that comes in because they're the, well, I own it, and hi, let me show you around, you know, which whatever, you know, we all see new young things that come in. We're like, 
hey, you know, but, you know, and then people get jealous and like, well, they're predators and, you know, that's one. Yeah, the egos come in. And so, and now that's the easiest word to throw around to, to discredit somebody in our community is, you know, as soon as you say, well, they're predator, you know, like everyone jumps on that wagon. So I think that's, I think that's hard for men in general, especially leader, men leaders of the community, you know. And it also makes some men don't want to lead, you know. Yeah. They don't want to lead no, because but, of that. Yeah, it's, it's a very they don't hard take that world risk. to be a man, man in, I, definitely, mm-hmm. because you have to walk on eggshells. Like, if you do, <laughs> if you are service topping and you do one wrong touch to the one wrong person, you know, that was, that was a consent violation, you know, which... It happens, but, you know, that's also, I don't think a lot That's of why my daddy really only plays with people that he knows. Yeah. For sure. Now, he has had people, you know, ask him, well, what does this feel like? You know, especially yeah. the whip. You know, well, what does this feel like? And he takes it on a one-by-one basis, but he always is like, okay, will your friends stay here and watch? Yes. You know, just yes. to make sure, you know. Because he wants to give people that experience, but I dare anybody to say that my daddy is a predator, though. <laughs> yeah. You won't have the wrath of me to deal with after that. Uh, I see. You see the the term predator get thrown around so much now. Like, it's almost... it's almost Like, it doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. It's just because it was a bad breakup, or it's because someone pissed you off, so now you can throw this term out there. Like, can you not? devalue that term please because we need that because there are there real are real ones yeah. out there real abusive assholes and take consent violators like it's not just because they hurt your feelings or because something was misconstrued in a scene you know that you know before you call them a predator and hide your feelings you should sit down and be like hey i didn't like that and you know if they apologize and try to correct you're almost it, victim blaming right there I know it's such a slippery problem yeah you know but but the thing is is like you have to take accountability for yourself as well mm-hmm. and you have to be like to me I have to, you have to give people chances I say now if you go to a person and say hey I didn't like what you did in this scene and they were like and they kind of just brush it off then uh, that's one big ass red flag now yeah, if they're dismissive about it yeah now if you bring it to their attention and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry you know we'll make sure to negotiate a lot further yeah. into it you yeah, know or what you can know, i do you know to... but you can throw someone under the bus because you felt uncomfortable in one moment they had no clue that they were doing that you know but you are then out here saying well i played with so and so and they made me super uncomfortable they might not have no clue because that's how they normally play. And you picked up a partner that you guys don't normally play together. You don't know each other's style. You don't know each other's full limits. And maybe you haven't communicated effectively well. yeah. before the scene yes. either. Because uh, negotiations, you see a lot of negotiations as what are your hard limits? You know, no scat, no blood, no blah, blah, blah. It's not my nipples are sensitive. Please don't touch them. It's not, you know, I, I come easily when I do this. It's It's usually just... A black and white, here's what my hard, hard limits are. It's never soft limits. It's never, you know. So people really need to learn how to negotiate better before playing with people to prevent that kind of thing. So, And a lot of times, if you're a new player, you don't know. You, know, yeah. you don't know those things. So I like to think of it as just kind of a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. You know, if I top someone, you tell me when it 
is not comfortable. Right. You have permission. You yes. know, some people you have to give permission to because mm-hmm. they think of no other way. You tell me when it starts to feel uncomfortable right then. Please don't wait until I, please don't take it. You know, Oh, I'm going to be, cause I am one of those submissives. (laughs) (laughs) I will take it, take it, take it. Yeah. You know, I'll be damned if I say yellow, but we always talk about it afterward. But there are people that cannot Uh, and they'll feel guilted. I think that's a lot of people fail is the aftercare follow up talk. Mm-hmm. People just think aftercare is the put the blanket around them, get them a water, make them sure a they're not. Yeah. yeah, that's they think a lot of people think that's aftercare. Aftercare is checking in two to three days later because mm-hmm. there's a lot of thought process that happens to you when you're in a scene, you know. So later, something that might have happened in the scene, you're like, oh well, I don't think I like that now, you know. But you're so in frenzy and you're so in subspace that. You can't think clearly in that moment to articulate that. So, therefore, a top or bottom, you know, should initiate a check-in afterwards to see. But I think a lot of people don't go that far with the aftercare, you know. Yeah. So, I think that's, you know, something that's we and it's totally both, on a different soapbox here. <laughs> right. It's both people's responsibility, yes. though. Yes. I mean, you just, cannot expect the top to automatically know what you're thinking and, like, call you a couple of yes. days later. And you have and to most go. Most of the time, tops are men. Men right, yeah. don't read yeah. in between the lines, okay? <laughs> they don't. They, you got they to just spell don't. it out for them. Yes. You're going to have to say, hey. And there's nothing wrong with sending a text or sending a message and just saying, look, I'm starting to feel A, B, and C. Yes. You don't have to expect them to do anything about it, but you put the ball in their court to come back and go, okay, let's talk about it Mm -hmm. and let's see what we can do different next time if we happen to play again. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, so definitely... And even when you do put the ball in the court, that's when you can decide what kind of top you like. Because there's some tops that aren't great with aftercare. Like, they're just... Yeah, here, I'm, hand I, them off. Yeah, I'm not great with aftercare. <laughs> I'm very... I'm not for the soft, cuddly, like, feeling and emotions, you I know? know? blowjobs are my aftercare. Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, it makes... I don't know. Just the soft emotions make me clam up kind of thing. So, you know... I'll talk to you and like I'll you can vent to me, you can tell me everything you want, but I for me to respond the way you want is gonna be hard because like I just don't articulate soft feelings very well. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and I tell people that up front, you know, like I'm not like if you're a male submissive playing with me, you're not gonna get immediate aftercare. Like I will not sit there and cuddle you. First of all, it's in my dynamic with my pup that cuddles belong to him, you know, so if that's something you're looking for, then you don't want a scene with me because afterwards I'm not going to coddle you. I will make sure you're okay. I will sit with you and make sure, you know, you, you're not going to, like, sub drop too hard, you know, all that. Like, I'll make sure you're okay, but you're not going to get the frou-frou love from me afterwards. <laughs> like, just, sorry, you know, just, it's just in my dynamic and our Do you suggest if somebody needs that frou-frou love that they have that person available yes. to them? And I have people that I know, it don't matter who they are, what they look like, black, white, big, skinny, little, yellow, black, white, whatever, they they are aftercare kind of people. So I can, you'd be like, Hey, will you? And I mean, that's all I gotta say is, Hey, will you and point? And they'll be like, got you. You know, and they'll go over there, cuddle and make sure, you know, I it, love you know? that. I love so. that. That's part of the experience and part of this, the, you know, the staff that yeah. you have people like that, that yeah. can. And so and one of the different things that I've not seen done or I've not heard done really is because 
I don't know. Um, it, it might be a thing, but not just a name for it. Is like you have dungeon monitors, DMs that mm-hmm. you know walk around the dungeon, make sure everything's going fine. But I'm going to have SMs, which are social monitors, because I don't want um, new people coming in. I hate hate when I see new people come in and sit in the corner and then have nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I have a few people who I know will just. They will chat anybody up for hours if need be, you know. And so social monitors will be in there to make sure everyone is getting to socialize and getting questions that answered if they need to have answered or, you know, um, just making people feel more welcomed and, and things like that. So we'll have monitors going around. Are they going to be – are they going to have two roles, though? Like if they see something that's going out of hand – yeah, that'll they, be their job to, to kind of like bouncers, I guess, at that point, yeah. to step in and try to help mediate, you know, whatever the, that problem is. Most people stuff. are really, really good, though. It's when yeah. you it's when you combine alcohol, and like you said, yeah. alcohol-free party, you're not going to worry about that so yeah. much. But it, I've never seen too many people out of control yeah, no, at no. a dungeon party. No. The most one, usually the ones that have gone out of control is so-and-so had sex with my partner and that wasn't discussed or, you know, yeah. or they got drunk and played too hard and that wasn't what they wanted or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, by, by eliminating those two things, eliminates mm-hmm. like 90%, 90% of drama. <laughs> like it, so and I'm, I have way too much going on in my personal life. Like this is supposed to be my getaway mm-hmm. and like my, my place to get away from all my BS vanilla shit, you know? So I ain't dealing with it. Like you can, you can roll out like, you know, <laughs> well, that, and I would think, I would think if you act out, like what's the penalty if you act out? Oh, you can kicked out. Yeah. You that, don't get that, to come back. No, like, no, like I ain't dealing with it. Cause yeah. if you'll do it once, you'll do it again. Yeah. Like it might be a year from now, it might be two years from now, but I ain't dealing with it. Like I'm just not like, so I'm, behave. Yeah. You're, in you're in somebody else's space. If you have a problem with somebody, talk to one of our SMs to help mediate it or, you know, message me and we can do a sit down and, and talk it out. Because if you come to me and say, uh, you, you guys are having a tiff. Well, Gail touched my toy bag and I think that was so disrespectful and she just doesn't have dungeon etiquette and blah, blah, blah. And you start running your mouth, you know, I'm like, okay, well let's get Gail and let's get you and we'll have a sit down. Yeah. See, that's going to nip a lot. I think that'll nip a lot of people, things in the butt because nobody has balls anymore. To actually yeah. say what they think to people. They'll just go run their mouth. So when I say, okay, well, you got a problem. That's cool. Right. Let's sit down and talk Let's about talk. it. It's amazing yeah. at how easily it is to solve conflict in that manner. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, we got a problem. Let's deal with it. Let's not run around and talk about it. Let's, let's deal with it. <laughs> That's what I love about a strong woman, (laughs) Katie. Lady Katie. My husband accidentally touched somebody else's toys. Did he? I mean, he he was just admiring them. And they were were up on a, on a, on a thing, like on a, on a hook, on a thing. And he was admiring it because he had never seen it before. But that's really all he was doing. He was like just feeling the leather, seeing what kind it was. And that person went off on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's such a stickler thing. Like I understand yeah. these. Like I know I have expensive toys in my bag. Yeah. As long as they're not taking it off the rack, swinging right. it around, <laughs> using it. Like yeah. You know you ain't got Cheeto fingers touching my my leather. You know like <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. like, no Cheeto it. fingers you're, you're on the leather. You're admiring something that I have. <laughs> yeah. You know like that's cool. Don't take it off my toy rack. Don't take it out of my bag and fucking sword fight with it. You know like. <laughs> 
Don't, don't, but also don't be a dream stickler, crusher, you know, dream crusher. <laughs> I've had that happen. Oh, no, so, seriously, yes, with yes. dildos. No, no. Well, I had some, they're I don't like know sticks they're, or yeah, canes, some caney, and you had, you had and people sword fight, and I was like. Which was my my fault for leaving my toy bag unattended, you know. But also, like, what? That's another question. What? Like, so, how is that? Like, is there, um, are you going to have some kind of coat check or, I mean, or something like that to where people can leave their bags unattended? I don't know how that would work other than just the trust factor. Yeah. Like we trust people not to go through our things. Yeah. And we, and I hope that people trust us enough. Yeah. We don't go through, don't touch what's not yours. Yeah. That's definitely a, something we thought about. We have that big purple table that was in the area where you performed, you know, um, that originally was going to be out where the check-in station is and you can, you know, put your bags on it and then come get them. Cause you know, bags always just end up everywhere. If not. Yeah. And, and it so, takes up space. Yeah. And so um, we were originally going to do that, but then we had a few people who were like, well, we like to see where our bags are, you know, so that's, so I think we're going to put that out there. We're going to take the table out because obviously we need, you know, less toys in there. And so I'll probably will do that, leave that out there for people who don't really care to just leave their bags like me. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I can replace it. Yeah, maybe I'm too trusting. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. I, You know, I wouldn't care to check my bag in to there because most people here are, you. I mean, you get a bad apple everywhere, you know. You can leave them at your house and your house get broken too and they get stolen, you know. So, you know, for people who don't care to check their bags in, can leave them on that table outside. Or we have those benches that you could slide your bag under there and, and leave them under the benches in the, in the dungeon yeah, that kind of stuff whatever. makes more sense just yeah. tuck it out of the way yeah now i was involved in a little bit of the pre-planning uh with cheshire cat and um one thing that you did for us was you made kind of a little stage area yeah for performances like burlesque mm-hmm. um i want to get i want to get some girls in there that are nasty i want to get some people in there that just really just love what they do i don't know if you've ever been to a pole show or to even to a strip club some of those girls are just masters at what they do and that's that's who i want to get people that just love to like my thing is i just like i like getting people to do things that's just the control dominant Mm -hmm. part of me so like like that's why like i don't swing but I'll go to swingers parties because I can get them motherfuckers drunk and give them blowjob circles and I can lead orgies and like, you know, like, yeah, you can. And people are like, every You're time the grand I, master. Yeah, like I, I, I like to see what I can get people to do, you know, like it's my thing. Nothing's so. more fun than a manipulator. Yeah, like. I love it. I'm, like, I'm like, here, Chase, here's a fire. Did you, first of all, they have fireball and wine bags now. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, what? So, yeah, so you can just carry around bags of fireball and do shots with people and <laughs> then then it's great but yeah so <laughs> I love but not that. at sapphire no not, no, not at <laughs> no. sapphire catch me at edsc parties I'll, I'll be doing that all day every day i was at the last swinger party there and uh there was a, uh, a gangbang happening and i was like yeah i'm all about it <laughs> of course i can't just sit and watch so and no one was participating i was like you need some dick then the, the girlfriend's girl was like yeah we do and i was like what kind and they were like we prefer bbc and i was like i'll be back 
And so here I go running through the hotel in my my little tutu outfit, and I, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty sloshed too. But <laughs> I go into every black guy in that party. I'm like, there's a gangbang going on, and she wants some BBC. You want to go? You want? She's BBW. You want? You want to get it? You want to get it? Let's go. Let's go. Follow me. Come on. Come on. It's all right. No one remembers the night you stayed here at the table. Let's go. Come on. You know, like <laughs> just coaxing people in there. Now I eventually. I'm sure that they came. Oh, they they several yeah. times. Yes, they did. <laughs> had a few of them. So that's what I like to do. But it, I digress. So the whole point of that is like, I'd like to, because we're going to do other, you know, venue rentals there and stuff. So we have all the equipment to where we can just shove it into one of the storage rooms and it looks vanilla. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to have party parties though, too. Like just fun. Ooh, dance parties. Yeah. Like I mean, just, just fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, we got the, we got the lights for it. We got the, you know, Jack, he does a little DJing, you know? So I was like, we can just have just party parties and just have fun with each other. So what kind of parties do you want to have? So mainly, just be we're just BDSM. It's just simple and easy. If you want to find other parties, there's other places. There's but there's but the space is also can be a vanilla Vanilla space rented out if Uh need be. Yes. And uh, are you wanting to do any kind of vanilla type things? You know, because yeah, BDSM is great, but every once in a while, bitches just want to get out and dance. Yeah. So just have some fun little because all the equipment is stationary but not so like we can unclip it and hide it and so it just looks like a vanilla little nightclub venue rental so they're they're wanting to do like maybe small weddings and then the reception could be held you know in there too you know but that's i said you all do vanilla stuff i'll do community <laughs> things do that that'd be y'all's business and so you know doing like um it'd be cool to like have a ladies that. night you know and only ladies and we all come out and you know, I've done a couple ladies' nights, and, like, you bring clothes that you don't want anymore, and we all clothes swap, you know, and stuff <gasps> yes. like that. And so, like, that's always a hit. Or do, like, a, everyone bring your favorite wine, you know. So those nights, there's no playing, but we can drink, you know. So, and then there's there's plenty of couches and futons that, you know. Ooh, can we have much, a pajama sleepover night? Uh, yeah, we did that. I've had a, one of them had a pajama ladies' night. So, so I'll be moving them, I guess, to Sapphire now and, and doing them. But those were... <laughs> I advertise to the swingers and the kink people, so it kind of, because I, I was like, if I can bring them together a little bit more and see that, you know, kind of the same, but not really the same. I have always said that Knoxville is such a small community. Now, 10 years ago, this is more than it is now, because we've grown mm-hmm. in the 10 years, but I've always thought that you cannot maintain, you have to have both sets the yeah. swingers and BDSM, just for monetary reasons. Yes. I mean, swingers, most of them, they're older, the kids are grown, uh, they got money to spend, and they don't mind it. So yeah. they have disposable income. A lot of your BDSM people are a little more conservative, you know, <laughs> with their money. Say, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they think that $20 a party is too high. Well, you got the For swingers something. over here paying 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, have you ever looked at swinger well, prices? If you're a man, yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. As <laughs> soon as you add the, the, X, but, the you know, XY chromosome, that price just blips <laughs> right up. That's $100 to get in. I mean, yeah. and I'm not even exaggerating. The yeah, last no. party that we were at at another club that was swingers BDSM combined, it was like the BDSM night, but the other side had the regular swingers and all that kind of stuff. And talking to them, legit, I was just like, oh, so this is where you go when you don't want to be the oldest dude in the club. 
Like, and then it's like, and it's a sure thing. Yeah. And he was like, exactly. That's why they don't mind paying. Yeah. They're going to drop a hundred night out drinking yeah. and not even know that they're going to go home with some. This way, they had two, three, four, five, whatever, you know, I mean, for 60 bucks. Dip themselves out and have a good night. So, yeah. And you had to bring your own alcohol in and have it, Exactly. I mean, that's ladies get saying. in free. It's cheap. I mean, like, it's cheap and they know they're, you know, going to get off. So. Hey, y'all talk. I gotta pay. Yeah. Why would you not? Why would you not want to pay a little extra for that? Because you're going to spend that I mean, much money it, going. I mean, they're actually saving money. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> and then you also got to buy the girl that you're trying to hit on drinks, you know, yes. so that even adds it up but more. But seeing them when you're at the swingers club, everybody knows what they're there for. Yeah, everybody it's, has their own cups and they're already drinking. It's Saturday and- night. I want to get laid. You look good. Let's go. Yeah, talking I mean, to you for a reason, obviously. Here yes. Sometimes, I mean, you know, it can be a win-win. Just yeah. It depends on how you for. apply it. Yeah. If you're looking for, you know, the BDSM aspect, come to Sapphire. If you're looking for more sex and and party and, and fun, you know, hit up EDSC parties or Club Eros in Knoxville or whatever, you know. So just yeah, kinda, depends what you're looking for and what you're into. And Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to be uh, any one thing. You yeah, can no, be fluid. No, you you, you can be into a lot of different of things. Yeah, I go to both of them. And, you know, yeah. when people ask me what I am, I'll say I'm a BDSMer. And I dabble in swinging, but it's that's what I do. I just yeah, because you don't want them to know there. that you're really how you manipulating. You're really pushing the swing, is what I you're doing. You, I'll, I'll help y'all swing. I'll push it. And I'll <laughs> yeah, I it think all. it's. Yeah. I'll hook it yeah, up. sometimes it can. With? Let me know. I'll go ask them for you. Like yes, <laughs> you can have a watch. fiasco. Experience. I get to watch it though. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's my thing. That's yes, that's oh. interesting. It's all, it's all fun and games. It's all, we're all, just, everyone just wants to have a good time. So just go out and have yeah, a Yeah, consensually. Yes. All of this is consensually. No yes. one is doing anything. I don't know. Some, uh, every now and then you get a good weirdo, but. Well, I and mean, then. You get that anywhere. You can walk down the street and get a good weirdo. Yeah, but, for sure. But well, but they like, de- deal with them in the community, though. Yeah, they're dealt they're, with, whereas down the street, you never know. They yep. just come back to Weird out another day. I go out to the bar and they follow you home or some bullshit. At least here we know, like when they check in, we know their name. We know who they are, you know. Yeah, so. you've got a picture ID. Yep. So, <laughs> so yeah. We know. We it's, know who the creepos are and they Makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, then we give them a special invite. That's right. <laughs> oh, you're freaky. Come back yeah. next week. Let's go. 10% off. That's right. <laughs> That's what a lot of, uh, some of the swinger clubs, they only let so many single males in a night. Like, so it's not just a big old sausage fest, you know, so. What's wrong with that? I know, I love sausage. Sausage. (laughs) It gets overwhelming sometimes, I guess. Really? Yeah, well, I guess. If it's only dudes. Yeah, how sad. I mean, that's cool. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like, how sad. (laughs) (laughs) Only boys. I think that's a slept on. That's a slept on one as bisexual men. Yeah. I'm like, come on now, like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Uh, there's. I think men are way more fluid than they let on. They, yeah. They just don't want to be gay. You know. Like, so stupid. Well, of course they are. <laughs> now they, we're conditioned. Now know? we're relabeling everything. So I think everybody should feel better because like, they there's can. There's a label for everything. Like, well, you, they can be like, I'm omnisexual, and yeah. that sounds manly, but it means they'll fuck literally anything. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Daddy's been watching Mad Men. 
mm. over again. Uh, so Madman takes place in the 60s, like the entire yeah, 60s. Is that when he thinks he would like to have lived out his adult yes, life? Yes, he does. <laughs> He's he like, I should have be, been this man. Yes. He go, He says all he goes, I want to be Don Draper. And I know. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, number one, uh, if you haven't seen Madman, I'm sorry. I'm about to ruin it all for you. Um, you know, number one, he... He's a liar because he takes, he goes to Korea, or was it World War Two? Maybe World War Two. World War Two takes a dead man's identity. Mm-hmm. Okay, comes back. He constantly cheats on his wife, <laughs> and you know, puts her in this little box and makes her like this pretty little princess. And they've got two point five kids. And he's just an awful, awful person. And he's in advertising and. All advertisers are fucking liars. Well, they're salesmen. Yes. Who can draw. Which my husband is not a salesman. I mean, I know it's like just the, it's just the uh, illusion of, and the confidence, I guess, that Don Draper has, that character has, um, that he loves so much. But every time I'm like, you want to be this guy? (laughs) You Mad Men is great to watch right now. Kinsey's been watching it too. Um, and she's like, did people really go through this? Did women really go through this back then? It's like, uh, yeah. And if you were a black woman, yeah, your life was a hundred times worse. You know why? Because they know that they're just better. Like, they were like, they were very afraid. Oh yeah. I'm just telling you at the success after, during the reconstruction, it scared the fuck out of all White men, out of all powerful men, mm-hmm. not not just white, powerful men, black men, any powerful man was like, what, what? Because women were just black women because they didn't have, they weren't conditioned for right. all those years to be second. Mm-hmm. Yes. You were equals. Even, even like if you were not in the monarchy of the structure, tribal settings or whatever, their relationship with females was a more equal balance like you read about Native Americans or whatever. Yeah. So they were not conditioned to be second place like white Anglo-Saxon But Mad Men is great because it touches on all of that. And it touches on how you really look at it like why are these men who are 70 and in their 80s right now, why they the way they are today? This is why. Yeah. Go back and watch Mad Men and how they've been conditioned Conditioned. to just treat women like second class citizens. Yes. Sexualized. And and we're so steeped into it that we are totally gaslit into being second. We just step aside for everyone else and we will allow any label to be put on us. (laughs) I know you don't. I'm just saying in general. My daddy didn't raise no bitch. Right. But in general, we do it out of, you know, we don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, we want you to succeed. We want you to do better. We'll mother you and lift you up and sure, step on my shoulders. And then, you know, I don't know. I just had a somebody told me that they were upset with first wave feminists, (laughs) like how upset about the Oh, we just can't stay. And I'm like, yeah, man, me either. That was my mom. You know, <laughs> like she was first wife feminine. But had they not done everything that they did, what we'd still be like mad men no. today. 
Reminds me of that Tommy, Mayor, uh, Lauren, or Mayor, whatever the fuck her name is, that little conservative uh, girl. And she said something like that protests were, were bad and all, everything that's going, all these riots and protests are bad and awful. And some woman got on there and she goes, how do you think you got to be where you are today? Right. Because of riots and protests from your fellow women before you. Yes. Shut the fuck up, girl. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has paved a way for somebody. The reason why anybody does anybody is because someone has paved a way. Yeah. Because yes. There's not a lot of trailblazers. We you have know to what? Stop You're letting paving people, the way. Yes, you are. For having a female ran kink establishment in this community. Kink establishment. In the South. In, in the, the South. South. There's you a may lot. Be there's the, a few out in like LA. You may be you the know, premier. Cities, maybe Atlanta uh, would Atlanta. be the closest. But Lady D was the first big. Mm-hmm. femdom leader around here so i mean but it's, it's becoming now that women are stepping up and realizing that they you know there is a a power choice for them mm-hmm. yes know, that they're not have to be subservient wives and women that it's becoming say, a bigger thing even as a submissive i choose my life yeah you know my husband has made it to available where yeah i can choose to stay at home and take care of the house and and be submissive to him mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be submissive to anyone else. Right. And if I have to go back to work for whatever reason, I am totally capable of doing so. Oh, absolutely. Then, I think it, yeah. if you if you ever laid out the actual responsibilities of, you know, male doms and female doms and stuff like that. A lot of the female dom roles are submissive roles and a lot of the male roles male dom roles are submissive man roles because either way you have a man taking care of a woman yes. if you're a male dom you're you're taking care of your female submissive you're you're buying her dinner you're buying her clothes you're you're not supporting her you know all that if you are a male submissive you're doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. You're going to buy her shoes. You're going to take her out to dinner. You're mm-hmm. going to, you know, give her massages Still support and her. take care mm-hmm. of her. Like, you know, so there's that stereotypical, well, if you're a male submissive, then you're not a, you're not a hard man. Like, they're doing the same thing as male doms. They're just getting told to do it and liking it. You know, yeah, they're versus, liking the direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. versus male doms who are doing the same exact thing. They're just taking initiative to do it correct you know so and it's the same thing with women me i take care of my pup when i'm down in alabama visiting him when he comes home i cook dinner you know it's just me taking care of someone i love you know it has nothing to do with it and it's the same thing there's submissive women who at night you know have dinner on the table for their husbands you know it's it's all just about taking care of your partner really thank you you know it's not it's not about manliness and and womanliness it's about taking care of other humans and and being a good person yes you know, kind of thing and i know so it makes us sexually aroused to do things you know mm-hmm. like but here we are <laughs> i heard something it goes kind of with my cup and saucer kind of thing <laughs> some, and it was this girl a madman she said that all men are soup huh. and we're just the pot you know that holds holds them in she goes but she's like who the fuck wants to be a pot right <laughs> there you go so i know some very masculine very masculine looking acting men that are extremely submissive 
yeah. you know, that are very, you know, enjoy very much being totally emasculated. Yeah. So, and then I know some people that you would look at and think, oh, what a little pipsqueak or whatever. And yeah. they are the most dominant. They're like the chihuahuas of the man <laughs> world, you know. They, they think they're the pit bull, but they're like, me, me, me. Just but they're just the like lights cover. Yeah. ever because they, you know and they can just look at you and they got that air and you're like oh my gosh that is hmm, you're for real man yeah, so, you know your shit right so yes so yeah so you never. what's the future for sapphire and i really want to know the future for uh, uh the bonding experience what have you guys got coming up Sounds like you're know. on the gab and girl time right. kind of scale. No, we just kind of go. But we've actually, on the bonding experience, we now have a bucket of, this, we wrote down like 50 million topics. And so we just pull one out and that's what we're going to talk about oh, now. That's oh, cool. that's awesome. And yeah. so we actually, and that once you hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, you can go live on it. Well, you can go live once you hit a hundred, but you have to have a computer and ain't nobody got full computers like that nowadays so we had we waited till we hit a thousand and now we go live from our phone and stuff and so now we we pull things out of that when people aren't asking questions and just start talking about that on our live chat so kind of doing that right now and then um like i said we've not really recorded much because life <laughs> yeah. life is happening right now so but we're trying to get back that and you that's, just opened up a new club yeah, yeah i mean yeah that's why i asked the question not because i was like oh i'm you know where's your next episode yeah, i just yeah. figured i know a lot of people that have a lot of podcasts a lot of youtube channels and yeah. they do get involved in other projects and it's harder to record I know. but we you'll have people when's your next one i promise we're we'll have one but, but i just don't know when yet <laughs> eventually i think that it would it's a great space you should record from sapphire that's what we had we had talked about it and i was like well right now it's like in my home so you know so it's like i don't have to really go right you know, it's yeah just it's so much easier but oh i, I know because <laughs> we want to have guests and stuff come on you know but i don't want people i don't i'm very finicky about my house you know i don't like people in my house that i don't mm -hmm. know, know so like we don't have guests right now because i'm like no i don't want them at the house like no i got just very 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 few people i've ever seen in my house and so i'm like nah. that's why i live on 16 acres of land in the middle of nowhere because <laughs> i like my privacy right but so I'm thinking now at the dungeon we can have more guests and you know you know have different people talk on you know people who like to cross dress come on and talk about their side of things people who take care of littles because you know like me and me and Vega don't take care of littles really you know like we know about them but that's not our dynamic you know so mm -hmm. have you know like Mistress Liz or somebody come in and actually talk about things so we can do that now at the dungeon yeah we're that's gonna do cool. we're gonna do once after this opening and the members and community have seen the dungeon we're going to do a dungeon tour and do an episode there for that so we can more people see it and get to know more about the sapphire and be oud and all hopefully by it but that's I'm super cool by it, but <laughs> i've already i've thought of three different events that you know even bill could hold there that yeah. and even non-sexual just a couple edm house yeah you know Rave. Yeah, you're gonna Secret rent. You're gonna rent out space to yeah. people that need it. Situations where yeah. he can do some, you know, deep house DJing and get some friends come in and mm -hmm. do tickets, especially for vax vaccinated people. He can offer different. You know, anyway, we may have to cut this out because everybody will take the idea before I can get it to him. <laughs> 
I'll have to get them on it. Get them talking to everybody. Well, we've been in talks. I want to do some non-Blue Law burlesque shows there. Like some real burlesque. Yeah, where you can, private. Yeah. No, um, no titty tassels. We could do a full <laughs> yeah, like no. vaudeville type show. And yes. I could do super dirty comedy. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. We could just have like a get down and dirty night. And do dirty comedy, dirty burlesque, and everything. Yeah, I wonder if we yeah. could get Danny to come in and do dirty magic or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm sure we could. Pull dildos out of hats. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Well, we could get Gazelle to come, and she's always does. You know who she is? No. Um, she's a comic, and she's transgender, but, oh, my gosh, she, like, ran Cupid's Outlet up in Pigeon Forge until they sold it, and I think she has... The other Cupid's outlet out here. The gal and girl time can host the whole gal time event. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yes. And then we can have a gay old time and have all everyone there. A gay old old time. You know, I'll do something (laughs) with that. Yeah. It's terrible. I'm going to have to figure out some kind of code name, though, for... Because I can't be gagging. You know, hey, gagging. Everybody will turn around. I mean, that's there, you know. I got BT. So right? GG and BT. GG and BT. I'm a GG too. I know. I can't even, I can't even use my initials. Right? So, yeah. So, I want to host a lot of. A lot of different events, not just the BDSM party. Yeah. We're going to um, education classes if, um, like, Rope Bite's going to do rope education. And mm-hmm. if you do any educational classes, it's, we're not going to charge you because I think education is important. So you can rent it for free to do educational classes. If you want to, like, they're doing uh, $10 donations up and they're going to donate to the dungeon, which is cool. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to complain. That'll help uh, buy a lot of things for us. And so... Uh, but, you know, a lot of, you know, education classes will be offered there for free and stuff like that. And and then have just good old gay old times there, too. Yeah. You know? So, you See? follow follow the, the FetLife page and the Instagram and all yeah, that. Yeah, let's go that. ahead and get yes. all your stuff. We're going to have to. Yeah, thanks for thanks for being so here. While my plumbing. Looking, God, I'm going to tell you. Neat. So at the soft opening, this yes. party, uh, I had a. Gab and Girl Time super fan come up to me. Ah. Yeah. The first time we had ever met, like we had talked online, but first time we had ever met and she's just like, oh my gosh, I was so excited when I found out that Bruce Tonsils was coming and I just want you to uh, please tell Gail that I love her and I love that you, what you do and I listen to every episode. I mean, she was fangirling it. Wow. Isn't and that wild? I know, I love it. It's so weird. I had somebody, I was at a weird, like, God, I don't even know what store. Not Pilot. But anywhere, (laughs) doing a wedding, and I went, oh, maybe it was a family dollar. I don't know. I was in a store, and uh, somebody recognized me from, like, doing comedy. Not from the thing, but I'm not expecting people just randomly out to be aren't you Gail Grantham? Don't you tell jokes or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And yeah. Hey, hey. Or then have Facebook people recognize you out. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. But That's why I wear wigs those, all the time. Like, Nobody knows who I am. How <laughs> dolly, little dolly over here. How, how cool though. But how cool for that. It I always know. amazes me when people tell me that they listen to the yeah. podcast and I'm like, oh wow, really? And then it's weird when it's, even people in my circle, which, why wouldn't they listen? 
but still, it's just. And I hope that I get her name right. So shout out to Sayin. 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 Yes. That's pretty. That's a pretty name, Sayin. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so flattered. And And your man's still hot. (laughs) That's the inside joke. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'll co-sign, I'm sure. He's just a man, probably hot to me. (laughs) He's, um, again, I'm going back to Mad Men. He is, all right, let me set up the scene. So we've been watching Mad Men, right? While Daddy's favorite is Don Draper, my favorite is Roger Sterling, who is the Silver Fox. Yes. On there. (laughs) Well, of course. Of course. And I just, he's just got. Because he's being the smart one. He makes me laugh. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, I would fuck John Slattery all day long. (laughs) Yes. So we're sitting. I see a couple of our friends talking to Scene and her gentleman friend. And I was like, I haven't met them yet. So I was trying to get their attention, you know, to introduce this to him. But in the meanwhile, her, her gentleman looks like Roger Sterling. And we always have this game. Daddy and I is who would you fuck in this room? <laughs> <laughs> so I had asked him earlier in the night, I was like, who's yours? And he goes, oh, I, don't I haven't really seen anybody. I saw one girl that I was like, oh, that's totally yours right there. But he's over here in the corner. I see Roger Sterling. <laughs> and I go, Daddy, 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 come here, come here, come here. There's Roger right there. And he's like oblivious. <laughs> Roger? Like, Who's Roger? Yeah. <laughs> and then it dawns on him. And he's like, oh, okay. So we had to go over there and meet them. Wonderful, wonderful people. Oh, yeah. And your man is very hot. So. <laughs> All right, where can one. they find you uh, so online? Right now for the Sapphire, we have Instagram is the underscore Sapphire underscore East TN is for uh, Instagram. And then on FetLife, it's hyphen Sapphire hyphen or is it? Yeah, the I think that's it. Sapphire hyphen. It's a hyphen, either hyphen the sapphire hyphen or hyphen sapphire. It's either the or not the. It's not pulling up fast enough for me. But yeah, so that's the two places right now you can find us. I will put it in the description. Yes. There we go. Please. Of the uh, podcast. And by the way, if you've been on the podcast (laughs) and there's some information that you want me to add into the description, I can edit all of this and I'm happy to do so. I'm just Maybe you should just do that anyway. Well, yeah, we're dumb and we didn't, I didn't write down everybody's stuff every time they've come. (laughs) I have notes on everyone, but not how to get in touch with them. But I probably could look most everyone up. You could, or you could listen to our episodes. You could. (laughs) Maybe. Oh yeah, we do say in the episode. Don't we? Their information. So where I guess can we I find do you, that. Gail? Ugh. Gail? Nowhere. No, actually, no, you've got some things I coming up. I do have things coming up. I'm very excited. June 17th. I'm gonna go ahead and start plugging it now. Mm-hmm. I am featuring for uh, Eddie Pepitone and JT Habersat, which I'm very excited at Barrel House by Gypsy in Knoxville. I'm very excited about Eddie Pepitone. It's a Thursday. Me too. I love him. I Last year, uh, they were scheduled to be here in March, my birthday month. And 
I was super excited, and then the pandemic closed everything down. Fucking COVID. I know. And so uh, I'm very excited because it's the summertime. People will be out. Teachers will be off. It'll be something to do. There's the venue seats like 200 people safely, I you know. And so it it's going to be a great show. I don't know if they're going to use the whole venue for that, so I shouldn't say that many people. So but you're still in that 200 facility. Correct. Yes. It's a huge facility, and they're just comedy beast, and it's so great. And they're they're alternative comics. It's gonna. I just can't wait. I'm very very excited. And Keith Marcel will be on there, and he's a young, uh, up and coming comic. He's gonna be hot. He is just he's brilliant. Uh, Beth Tompkins, who was on uh, previous. Uh, Gavin Girl Time will be our host, and she's also producing the show with her comedy, True Grit. And so I'm super excited about it. And then there's, I'm not in the comedy contest, but there's comedy contests coming up for that. And so, but I'm plugging the oh, JT and Eddie Peptone. I've got a cigar for Eddie. <laughs> I bought one last year. It's been in the humidor. It's going to be so fine this, you know, when he gets it. So it'll be great. I'm very excited. Hmm. So go to Gail's Instagram at Gabby oh, yeah. Gail Time. Yes. Hit me up on Facebook at uh, Gail Grantham on my page. If you like my page, that's supposed to be good. Please like Gabin Girl Time on Facebook. Uh, all of my stuff is on brand Gabin Gail Time or something with Gabin Gail in it. I don't know. Randomly, I'll tweet. The episodes tweet because I set them up automatically, and that's the, that's that's the tweet that happens. But other than that, yeah, I um, just got on Twitter and I'm like, I, don't... I was on I there Twitter's years the last ago. So that you can post nudes, um, you know, post the content that you want to post. Oh, really? Twitter yeah. is letting you. Yeah, Twitter's the last. I'm surprised. Everybody will just go back to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fet life. Why would you want to post nudes on Twitter when you can make an OnlyFans account and sell them? Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I started an OnlyFans account, but it's only for my feet. Nice. I made a little bit of money. I mean, more than I, my feet ever made me before. So Correct. There you go. Very Heck, nice. a dollar would be more for me yeah. than ever, so whatever. We'll put your OnlyFans in there, too. Yeah. People like feet. I yeah. Know. We'll put some money for that club. That's right. <laughs> feet walking on that concrete all night. I tell you what. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I know my legs hurt so bad on Sunday because <laughs> so of the flooring. Bad. Well, just got you know I'm wearing four inch heels and mm -hmm. all night, yeah. and I'm not. I can't tell you how many times I went up and down them damn steps to go upstairs to like <laughs> my fat ass at the end of the night. I had done laid back and uh, chilled, smoked with some people towards the end of the night, and then someone's like, "Oh, I have something for you upstairs." And I was like, "Okay," so I have two brownies in my hands. I was like, this is like fat girl problem 101. Right. Is I'm in a corset, so I can't breathe already with the damn corset on. And then in my face, the munchies, I don't have brownie stuffed in my mouth, like a whole one. And I'm like, oh, let's go. And so I go up the steps, and I can't breathe while I'm chewing this brownie in the corset up the steps. And I get to the top, and I'm like, barely can chew this brownie up now because I'm so out of breath. And I was like, oh, my God. So she's like, you okay? I was like, oh, I can't breathe. I got brownie, and I can't chew it up. <laughs> It was a whole fat girl moment. Like, it was, it was rough. We didn't spit that brownie out, though, did no, we? I didn't. Very no. good. I swallowed it, went in another one. I'm not wasting a brownie. Kapow. <laughs> yeah, why would, mm, yeah, who would waste a good, perfectly good brownie? 
And I am Braddy Von Beaverhausen on Instagram. And I'm Bruce Tonsils on FetLife. And on TikTok. I gave you a picture yesterday. Yeah, of well, the hashtag. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, though, in it, the realm of things. It but it seems exciting. That people have looked at our shit. Should we make a Gavin girl time TikTok? No. Okay. Extra <laughs> work, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't understand the algorithms of this. You know, I am definitely Gen X because I am completely capable of using all of this technology and I am totally bitching about it all the way. <laughs> like <laughs> bitching just, and screaming all the way. I'm just now learning. But we went from, and this is just our hashtag on TikTok. Okay, we went from 24,000 views mm -hmm. to 134. Because you've been killing views. the game with all the the little designing women in your um, I have been through a designing women prison mom letters. Well, and <laughs> yeah, what is it? That the too. duos. The duos. Yes, the duos as well. I'm yeah. starting to finally learn what TikTok is all about. You and put your burlesque performances on there. Uh, that's kind of iffy. Sometimes you don't necessarily want to put too much on there. And well, there's you, copyrighted you say, come shit. come out and see more. That's oh, it's yeah. just a minute, so you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, maybe you. 15 seconds. Let me tell you, as much as I loved performing, um, you could tell that people were a little hesitant to like, I went out there and like nobody said yeah. anything. They were like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, shit, as a performer, you feed off the audience. Did yes. you have an MC though? No, we did not have that an MC. That is the problem That's, right there. Your bitch ass wasn't there or else you could have. I would have MC'd for you and then they would have known what the well, hell was next up. party. Yeah, because honestly, that was it. Because that's that was the whole thing. You went out there cold, and nobody I knew did. what nobody the fuck knew. was going no, like, on. A lot of people don't go to burlesque performances. They just hear yeah. about them or whatever, so they don't really know. They're like, Throw what? them dollar bills. And, and I did neo-burlesque. I did Meredith from The Office, which I think is Did at any time anybody <laughs> laugh at all when they saw this? What about with the muff? Like, I mean, did they... Did no one at any time be like, we're supposed to, or were they just all mouth agape, like, where did yes, this alien yes, come from? Exactly. Is this what we can expect when a female runs the dungeon? <laughs> like, what? Some bullshit like that. Yeah, what is this? And Candyland? And then they were like, how do I even <laughs> act to this? Ebony performed, you know, people are already halfway during scenes, and I was like... Sorry guys, we got another performance. But there's people they were just like, and it was The way to curb that is, we'll just do it at the beginning. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah. evening. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And you had to have an MC. And I'm really sorry I failed you, but I already knew because I knew that wedding. It never goes when how you think it's gonna go. <laughs> never. It never does. It always. I mean, I try. You know, you try to. But I mean. It was perfect for them. Everything was great and on time out where they needed to be or whatever. But um, behind the scenes is always running around like chicken heads cut off. Yes. Oh, that was that part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, the so. opening of sci fire. Um, a few people showed up like 45 minutes early and I'm still like sweating and like having showers. Oh, yeah. And nothing. Like I'm still hanging the That's... curtains up for the window. Like, man, 
Yeah, and you know what's sad is what to get a good parking. Space? Early birds, <laughs> early birds are just as bad as people that are really late too. You oh, know, man, we have people that show up early and then close it. Like, yeah, close it down. Not yeah, yeah. Not I mean, Whoa. like especially no. when you're like trying to open and get ready. Yeah. I, and I don't think that they understand. Well, I didn't open the doors. I was like, y'all say like hi. how? Yeah, exactly. I'm ready, sorry. I mean, it's sad. I mean, but you, if you're gonna show up. Uber early, be prepared to sit in your vehicle or have some other form of entertainment. Yeah. Well, they all, yeah, they you all know, have a problem outside Wherever. Of chatted. So, you know. It is what it is. Just, just They're saying. All, you know, pretty, I mean, I knew pretty much everyone who came, so they all understood that I have high anxiety and I was stressing to the damn max. So, <laughs> yes. You know, they were like, well, and I'm sure not knowing where it was or how long it was yeah. going to take to get there made a lot of difference yeah. as well, but just, you know, be yeah, self-entertaining. It's like eight I'm miles from your house to I know. You. I was like, oh, oh, she's just down the road. Right? That's cool. I know. And so it's all right. Next time I'm coming and I'm showing out. All right. Bring well, thank you on. for coming in, Katie. Thanks for having me again. It's always nice and fun. Chatty. <laughs> and it. I can't wait for the private members party. <laughs> I'm going to have to become a member somehow before then. <laughs> For the private member party, I like that I get to be auto. I get to be royalty and automatically vetted. And she knows I get to be. If you want to become a member of Sapphire, we'll put a link to that, showing you how how you can become a member one or a guest member if you just want to try it out. Yes, the first and third Thursday of the month, you can come out and check out at Central Feeling. Station, yeah, Central Feeling Station. Oh, the food truck park over there off Broadway. Oh, cool. Okay, so you have the munches the first Thursday, first Thursday and third Thursday of the month. Oh, nice. Come out, meet people, and that's how you. If you don't know anyone to be vetted, that's how you come out to get vetted. Is show your face. So will you have one this Thursday? Yes. Okay. Yep. Very groovy. Six thirty to whenever you want to leave. Well, we might be able to maybe make that. I'll be in Gatlinburg. Uh, my 20 year BFF uh, had a 18 room cabin that sleeps 81 people and it's it's like a three grand a night cabin rental she's having (laughs) we're gonna go party with a bunch of vanilla girls she's very yeah it's it's super vanilla (laughs) I love partying vanilla people especially ones that know what I do like I go to music festivals and my nickname with my crew that I go is Spanky. Nice. And so, and they <laughs> love, like, I don't even got to tell people. Like, they're like, she's a dominatrix. She yes. likes to hurt people. Like, yeah, like they, they just, all, like, I'm like a, like a, like a sideshow that they carry around. That's what I told Braddy. I, there's <laughs> going to be me tomorrow. There's a Venn diagram of people because they're bearing community people as well. So it's very eclectic. Yeah. So there are people who know people in the burlesque community um, who, uh, you know, might be beer tenders out that know a lot of different people and all that. And then, you know, then all my people are, <laughs> are, are overlapping. But that's what I told Braddy. I'm like, I think most of these people are pretty vanilla, but they um, you'll be exotic. They'll have a lot of questions, and it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun really time. Aren't vanilla though? They just don't know. Everybody that does have a yeah. kink, you know? and they love it when you are, as long as they don't have to admit yeah. that they are. So when you're at, 
loud and proud, you know. And they she's always, always known that I've been different. Like, yeah. she just chooses not to engage. Like, I don't thing, think she listens to this podcast. My go-to thing is like, oh, you're, you're into BDSM. They're like, no, nah, not really. I'm like, let me ask you this. During sex, do you like your ass smacked, hair pulled, biting, scratching, you know, good old raw, hardcore sex? Most people will say. Yes. Yes. You're into primal play, probably. Exactly. That's yes. pretty much all it is, is primal yeah. sex. So That's... welcome to BDSM, the primal side of it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Exactly. They just don't, yeah. yeah. They just don't know the terms for it all. And mm-hmm. you're into it. You're into it. <laughs> if, you like, if you like watching porn, guess what? You're a voyeur. Yes. If you like watching, you're into BDSM. Well, that yeah, I think people don't really realize. Yeah. yeah. In the beginning of our podcast, we talked about it. And even like in Christian communities, taken in hand mm-hmm. uh, in Muslim communities yeah. where women stand, it's 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 all when you say who wears the pants in the family. That's your dominant of the, of the couple. It's yes. The pant wearer. <laughs> the pant wearer. I know who your dominant is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just your vanilla term for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Katie, you going to sing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Come on. Yeah. Do it. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. The outro, baby. The outro. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes. And thank you for the 134,000 likes on our hashtag. I mean, I really appreciate. That really is exciting. And your TikTok is blowing up, which is great. Because you're being consistent. Mm -hmm. Trying. Trying. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Yeah, it is for anything, guys. If you're working on a goal this this year, it's only viral though if it's somebody else's freaking content. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, it's all right. But if you're working on a goal, just yeah, just immediacy and consistency. Those two things. Work on that this week and Make see how much further you go. Yourself, not other people. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's for this podcast. It's for our careers. Yeah, yes, and what we want to do. And, yeah. you know, I'm very blessed to have the opportunities that I'm having. I'm very blessed to have the daddy that I have that is like supportive. Uh, I yes. want you, you know, I want you to follow your dreams and give you the environment to be able to do that. If the last thing you do in life is to be a working comedian, if that's what will make you happy. I want you to be happy. If all you want to do is this podcast, I want you to be happy. If, you know, if I want to get a room and do nothing but hair all day, if I'm happy, that's all he cares about. And I love it. And I'm going to end my life as a working comic. I may not be the most well-known comic, but I'm going to make a living as I leave this planet doing comedy. I think that we're both funny we are funny we're awesome i am funny for sure i know this people laugh i mean (laughs) i'm funny in my own mind (laughs) you're very funny not even not in your own mind you're extremely witty because you're smart i hang around smart people people. you're welcome thunder roll for our black and blue (laughs) outro (laughs) the thunder roll that was a non-consensual it was a, it's a good song. It really is. Right. It hits home. <laughs> I know. Well, if we didn't go down one rabbit hole, what would Gavin girl time be? It would be like I wasn't on the show. This is what it would be like. Baby Yoda says, let's sing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin 
Elmo Fundo Roll. Oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>